In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis. Also, this just in, the first Bitcoin ETF trades at $1.5 billion as the GBTC discount echoes 69,000 Bitcoin price action. And quoting the high priest Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, Bitcoin is compounding at 147%, while gold is compounding at 2.3%. Can you see the difference? We sure can. Also in today's show, Billion Dollar Bank pays a $29.5 million fine over massive fraud, allowing criminals to access $300 million. That's right. Also in today's show, Bitcoin-friendly El Salvador can become the Singapore of the Americas, according to asset manager Van Eck. Not only that, but breaking news just in, Van Eck's who is worth $76 billion with assets under management, joins the amendment filings for a spot Bitcoin ETF. Let's freaking go. Also in today's show, $15 trillion floodgates will open for Bitcoin upon the approval of a Bitcoin ETF, according to Glassnode Analytics. We'll also be discussing what Galaxy Digital thinks if this first spot Bitcoin ETF were to be approved. How would this drastically impact the market? We're also going to be sharing everything relating to the Black Rock spot Bitcoin ETF, along with the date their application is likely to get approved, according to the former director of BlackRock. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome, everyone. This is podcast episode number 1445. I'm your host, JV, and today is October 29th, 2023, and the markets are pumping, which we always appreciate here at Crypto News Alerts. Checking out the uh, Coin360 here, we can see Bitcoin up 1.5% for the day, trading above 34,800. Hopefully, we're going to retest 35,000 resistance and flip it into support. You can see ETH, BNB, XRP, all the major cryptos pumping, and in the green, that's the one day. Let's look at the seven days. Bitcoin's up a whopping 16% in the past week. Not too shabby. Let's look at the one month. Whoa, Bitcoin's up 28%. You gotta love it. Respect the pump. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap sits at $1.27 trillion with a roughly 25 bill in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance on the rise at 53.1%, the undisputed king of the world. We have Ether trading, uh, or I should say the dominance at 17%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, Gala leading the pack up almost 19%, at two cents, followed by Axie Infinity up 16%, trading at $5.73, followed by ICP up almost 13%, trading at $4.09. Now, here's where things get a little interesting. Let's check out the top gainers for the past seven days. This is just within the top 100. You can see a 55% gain for Mina. You have a 54% gain for Pepe, 54% gain for Gala, 49%. Uh, you know, could you say bull? I mean, that's pretty massive. You have 20 to 50% pumps just for the week. Not too shabby is the bull back. Let me know your thoughts, fam. And on the daily, you can see, again, massive gains for the entire market. If we look at the weekly, holy moly, again, massive gains. It's averaged from 20 to 40, even as high as 50% for some cryptos. And let's actually also check out the yearly 
Whoa, that's where things get very exciting. You got some cryptos up over 2,000%. And if we check out the market cap plus the weekly, you see the king crypto floating and hovering around at 15.7%, not too shabby. And checking out one of my favorite indicators, which is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. We're currently rated a 72 in greed, which I believe is as about as high as I've seen this in a long time. Yesterday a 65, last week a 53, and last month a 48, which is neutral. So there you have it, crypto fam. Let me know if you're enjoying this current price pump and how high do you think the Bitcoin price will likely climb and end this month of October, considering there's only two days left. Also, it's going to be Bitcoin's birthday in two days, which is also uh, exciting times. Shout out to CJ Roush, Digital Dankness, Jeff S. Let's freaking go. Mid-bull to the having the explosion to the moon. 100% Cryptolution, what it do? Shout out to Stream Labs and all of our moderators. We're hitting 48,000 soon. I hope you're right, fam. We only go up in greed, says Scott. Unless ETF first, then we pump. Well, that's the million-dollar question, and that's actually the focus of today's show. We're going to be sharing all scenarios related to the Bitcoin ETF approval, which we know once the SEC gives the green light, game on. Moon mission. Let's go. All right, now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts where the Bitcoin price action is likely to go next. Now check this out. The first Bitcoin ETF trades at one and a half billion as the GBTC discount echoes a 69,000 Bitcoin price action. And quoting Max Kaiser from yesterday's episode, he believes the current hash rate signifies a Bitcoin price in the 300 thousands. Let's freaking go. So here we are. BITO GBTC is trading at two and a half billion. That's right. Hence that the US might soon allow the Bitcoin spot based ETF have not only impacted the price action, the surrounding ecosystem had benefited in kind. In addition to the exchanges, the mining firms, the embattled institutional investment options are also seeing a resurgence in the demand. Bring it. And as noted by Bloomberg senior ETF analyst Eric Balchunez, at least two household names saw notable volume in the trading week through October 27th. And amongst them was ProShares Bitcoin ETF strategy with the ticker BITO, which was the first futures-based ETF to get the green light in the U.S., back in 2021. Quoting them here, BITO traded 1.7 billion last week, the second biggest since its wild week one. Not too shabby. I think this is a sign of the times that the market is demanding and wanting this product, which is a Bitcoin spot ETF, completely different from futures because spot markets have true price discovery. There's no derivatives or manipulation. He noted that the stalwart Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, better known as GBTC product, fetched $800 million in volume, helping reduce its discount to the Bitcoin spot price to two-year lows. As he shares here, that's two and a half billion, top 1% amongst ETFs into the two less desirable methods versus the spot for exposure equals. While we think spot ETFs are unlikely to set records on day one, clearly there's an audience. I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. The day we get the green light for a spot Bitcoin ETF, regardless if it's VanEck, BlackRock, ARK21, Fidelity, we're going to see record inflows. I guarantee that. Now, others also picked up on the data, including on-chain analyst William Clemente, co-founder of firm Reflexivity, describing ETF trading as back in full stream. That's right, or full steam ahead. And as reported, GBTC has seen a remarkable comeback in the recent months, even prior to Bitcoin gaining 15% last week. Legal victories, that's what's up. Big, big triumphant victories, I would say, on the long road to gaining permission to convert the GBTC product into a spot ETF, provided kindling, and the Grayscale products now trade within an implied share price, which is just 13% below the Bitcoin spot 
spot. Now, as per data from CoinGlass, this is the lowest level since November of 2021, which is the same month and year we hit the 69G all-time high. While Bitcoin itself was at those all-time highs, quoting him here, the GBTC discount keeps narrowing. Maybe TradeFi knows something. We don't know yet. What are your thoughts, fam? Let me know in the chat. And despite this, investment management firm ARK Invest had reduced its GBTC holdings in step with the share price gains, while ARK itself plans a Bitcoin spot ETF launch with the deadline being January 10th uh, of coming up in a few months. Uh, that's the deadline for the SEC to approve it or not. GBTC now accounts for 10% of its ARK Next Generation Internet ETF, its first change since November of 2022. And quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, well, first and foremost, shout out to Michael Sayers. Uh, one of my favorite quotes of all time. There is no second best. And it clearly shows you the returns in which Max points out. Please look at this actually relevant data set. Bitcoin is compounding at 147%. Again, year over year. Now gold is only compounding at 2.3%. And I heard yesterday that the gold ounce uh, surpassed 2000. Can someone clarify if that's accurate? Can you see the difference? We sure do. When it comes to Bitcoin, there is no other asset that can compare. And especially with the price gains, as history has shown us, Bitcoin going from zero 15 years ago to 69,000 all-time high. That's a increase of 69 million percent. But now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss this massive fraud with the legacy financial system and fiat Ponzi scheme money shall we? I mean, these bankers never learn their lesson. The Federal Reserve and New York Department of Financial Services are hitting a U.S. bank with multi-million dollar fine for violating the Bank Secrecy Act. Come on, guys. The agency says Metropolitan Commercial Bank will pay a total of $29.5 million in penalties for allowing criminals to open the new accounts and misdirect a staggering $300 million. That's right. Fiat currency is used for illicit activities. So Senator Warren and Lummis, why don't you go after the fiat money system and the Federal Reserve? Take that. According to the DFS, the bank issued its Movo Cash digital prepaid Visa card program back to bad actors in 2020, but did not use it as an adequate verification process to uncover the true identity of the applicants. Sounds like money laundering to me. What do you guys think? The thieves gave fraudulent identification using their accounts to misdirect millions in direct deposit payroll payments and government benefits. MCB failed to prevent a massive ongoing fraud in the Movo Cash prepaid card program, allowing the bad actors to abuse the financial system. Well, uh, all the bad actors consistently abuse the financial legacy system. That's a given, right? Uh, quoting them again, MCB observed a surge in fraudulent Movo Cash account openings, and after failing to remedy the problem, allowed new Movo Cash accounts to be open. This inaction followed the, or allowed the fraud to increase exponentially over the next few months and facilitated more than $300 million in pandemic unemployment employment benefits to be misdirected. Unbelievable. The Fed says it's now forcing MCB to improve its customer identification. Customer due to due diligence and third-party risk management programs. Now, MCB has $6 billion in total assets with seven branches across New York. I mean, this is a sign of the times. We know the corruption of the legacy financial system. That's why we got to move away from fiat currency and say no to the CBDCs because you know what a better solution is? It's called Bitcoin, fam. There is no second best. It's the antidote to the central bank digital currencies, which will be coming soon to a theater near you. And with that being shared, fam, now let's break down the latest news of what's happening in El Salvador, shall we? Shout out to Nigel Bokele, Max and Stacy, and the entire crew out there. This is pretty big news. El Salvador can follow St. 
Singapore's lead becoming a financial center in the Americas. Let's freaking go. According to Gaber Gerbax, the strategy advisor of investment management firm Van Eck, quoting him here, I say often to portfolio managers and asset allocators that El Salvador has the potential to become the Singapore of the Americas. Now, similar to what Singapore achieved in the late 1990s, Gerbax expects the new capital investment and immigration to be the main drivers behind El Salvador's increased economic growth over the next few years. His comments come in response to an October 28th post by U.S. broadcaster, the one and only Max Kaiser. Shout out to Max, which was captioned, move to El Salvador, the new land of the free. Now, Max Kaiser clearly lives in El Salvador with Stacy and uh, listed Bitcoin in the U.S. dollars legal tender status. Now, a cleanup of El Salvador and crime as well, which we have witnessed a complete 180 in their country. Great beaches and great coffee as some of the main reasons the Central American country should be on everyone's radar. Also, let's not forget the tax advantages. No capital gains tax in Bitcoin City. Another logical reason to relocate. And here's what Max points out here. Move to El Salvador, the new land of the free. No fentanyl crisis. Again, this is dangerous. This fentanyl. One child takes the wrong thing. They think it's a tic-tac dead. You know what I mean? They don't have this issue in El Salvador. No shootings, no lootings, the lowest crime in the Americas. USD and Bitcoin are legal tender. They have great coffee, great weather, great beaches, beautiful women. Had to add that one in there for my fellas out there. Three pupusas for a dollar. Beat that. And Max and Stacy live there. That's all the reason you need to know. Also, their GDP is booming. El Salvador's status as an emerging economy became more prominent when Bukele was elected as the country's president in June of 2019, and re-election is in 2024. I have all the support in the world for Bukele. Now, El Salvador's sovereign bonds have outperformed many other emerging markets this year, yielding an eye-popping 70% return. Massive shout-out to $0 Giro. I greatly appreciate the Super Chat contributions. So let's give him his shout out. Shout out to the mods, our fearless leader, JV, and all of the crypto news alerts fr- uh, fam. Let's freaking go. And our mods include uh, Dankness, Maximus, Streamlabs, and others. So thank you for the super chat contribution. You're way too uh, kind, fam. Back to our story. Here's a X post from Nigel Bokele, the president of El Salvador. The fiat guys at JP Morgan say El Salvador is finally getting some credit. They're just now catching up. It'll soon be Salvadoran bonds are now investment grade. You'll see. That's what's up. We already told you so, fam. Bukele and the El Salvador government made Bitcoin a legal tender in September of 2021 and rolled out the Bitcoin custodial wallet, Shivo, for the Salvadorans in the same week. El Salvador is also tapping into the volcanic resources to power its Bitcoin mining operations startup, Volcano Energy. Shout out to Max for that, which launched in June after a billion dollar investment. Kaiser serves as the company's executive chairman. Its first Bitcoin mining pool was recently launched following the partnership with Bitcoin miners Luxor Technology. Just this month in October, El Salvador appointed Saifedean Amis, the author of the Bitcoin Standard, which is literally the Bible for Bitcoin. If you haven't read that book, I strongly encourage you to do so, especially if you want to orange pill someone. The company plans to accumulate Bitcoin as a strategy to clean out its debt within the next five years, stacking them sats. Bukele also made a bold move to eliminate all taxes on technology innovation in April, hence why so many companies are moving 
putting out there, which could entice more entrepreneurs and foreign capital to move into the country. You damn right. But let's continue with our next story of the day. Discuss the latest with this brand new ETF filing from Van Eck, a major asset manager. And this is breaking news I shared yesterday on X. You can see it got 1,200 views, 28 hearts, and a bunch of retweets. In fact, let's retweet it right now. And if you're not following me on X, you know what to do. My handle is Crypto News Yes, because Crypto News Alerts was already taken. If you don't know, now you know. As I shared here, Van Eck, the $76 billion in assets under management, joins the amendment filings for the spot Bitcoin ETF issuers. And here's the post coming directly from the SEC government websites. Let's break this one down, shall we? Here we go. The quest for the spot ETF. A spot Bitcoin ETF is a desirable product because it provides investors a way to gain exposure to Bitcoin without the complexities of directly purchasing the crypto asset, storing and managing Bitcoin, thus making it more accessible to the broader range of investors, both in retail and institutional. And in addition to this accessibility, the spot Bitcoin ETFs are regulated financial products, meaning they can offer a higher level of security. And in June, the investment firm came up with a new app to the securities watchdog for a spot Bitcoin ETF. This filing came just months after the agency shot down the prior request. This move followed the regulator's recent denial of similar apps from Grayscale Investments as well as Bitwise. And following its application rejection, Grayscale Investments initiated and won the legal action against the SEC. Hallelujah for that as Mr. Chairman. No clarity, Gary of the SEC takes another big fat L. I love that. BlackRock, the world's largest uh, asset manager, they control between 10 and 11 trillion in assets under management, have also refined its own bid for such a product, which will be breaking down in great detail later in the show. This move is seemingly a tactical response to the feedback and observations mirroring strategies undertaken by financial titans like ARK and Fidelity. Now, Fidelity controls $4.5 trillion, just FYI. And I mean, that's a lot of money. Is it inevitable? I sure think so. The SEC had consistently voiced worries about potential market manipulation related to the uh, fledgling cryptocurrency. However, in recent interviews, the former SEC chairman, Jay Clayton, the one who was in power before Gary took his spot. He stated that a Bitcoin ETF approval is inevitable. Now, I would agree with that a thousand percent. What are your thoughts? Also, we have SEC Commissioner Hester Pierce, who I wish would overtake Gary's position as the chairman. We know her as Crypto Mom, who also expressed her support. Now, Galaxy Digital predicts that much coveted products could attract more than 14 billion, which I'll be breaking down in later detail as well, into the show, with this figure potentially rising to 39 billion by the third year. And personally, I think that is extremely conservative. But what are your thoughts? And which major asset manager do you feel will likely get the spot Bitcoin ETF approval green light from the SEC first? Let me know. So let's now dive into our next story of the day and discuss this whopping fifth trillion dollars, which could be ushered into the Bitcoin market practically overnight upon the approval of a spot Bitcoin ETF. Here we go. Uh, the co-founders of crypto analytics firm Glassnode, one of my favorite analytics company, think that a deluge of capital will flow into Bitcoin once the regulators green light the spot Bitcoin uh, ETF, better known as an exchange traded fund. Glassnode co-founders who share the handle on X say institutional capital in the tune of trillion of dollars is waiting on the sidelines for a spot market Bitcoin ETF 
facts, quoting them here, the introduction of Bitcoin spot ETFs is reshaping the financial landscape in unprecedented ways. Demand is on the rise. With over 15 trillion in assets from companies seeking Bitcoin spot ETF approval, the looming institutional FOMO, once Bitcoin ETF spots get the green light, can potentially ignite the bull run, propelling us to new heights in the crypto market, six-figure Bitcoin, let's freaking go. Now, last week, Bloomberg analyst Bill Chunez said financial behemoth BlackRock is already funding his Bitcoin ETF, the iShares Bitcoin Trust, which we leaked here on the show. And looking at the price action of Bitcoin, the Glassnode co-founders say Bitcoin is starting to cool off after rising to about 35,000, quoting them here, it's safe to say that the bulls won this week, at least for now. Bitcoin has finally stabilized and lost some steam after several days of rising, with a price decrease to roughly 34,000. Future ETF approvals can lead to further gains. However, they will be short-term sell the news events due to market dynamics. So there you have it. Now let's discuss Galaxy Digital and what they see uh, happening in the market if the spot Bitcoin ETF were to be approved. Here we go. Galaxy Digital, the crypto venture led by U.S. billionaire Mike Novogratz, projected a substantial capital influx into the spot ETFs. And according to the estimations, these ETFs can witness an impressive $14.5 in inflows, which I think is outrageously conservative. What do you think, fam? During their inaugural year, potentially reshaping the investment landscape, the venture contends that the allure of the spot Bitcoin ETF surpasses existing investment avenues, such as trust and futures, which currently hold assets valued at over $21 billion. It also noted that ETF inflows can ramp up by $27 billion by the second year and $39 billion by the third year. Let's change this billion-dollar figure with a trillion, shall we? <laughs> Why not? The potential ramifications of this projection are profound. Not only does this forecast hint at a surge of investor interest, but also signals the paradigm shift in the approach towards crypto investments. As of October 2023, Galaxy Digital points and posits that the wealth management sector in the U.S. could witness a monumental transformation with assets managed by broker-dealers, banks, and registered investment advisors collectively amounting to a staggering $48 trillion. Now we're talking my language. Galaxy says that the spot Bitcoin ETFs stand as a pivotal development, promising secure regulated means for investors to gain exposure to Bitcoin. These products would be facilitated through established partners, primarily traditional funds, and banks with a demonstrated track record and customer protection and sound investment offers, just like, you know, VanEck, uh, I mean, BlackRock, Fidelity, ARK21, etc. Meanwhile, recent market dynamics have demonstrated the demand for Bitcoin-based financial products. You can say that again. A mere rumor the previous week led to the unprecedented 10% surge of the Bitcoin price actions. Another massive shout out to $0 Giro for the Super Chat contribution. Much love and much respect to the fam. I greatly appreciate it, guys. Now, uh, Galaxy Digital's projection of 14.4 billion influx in the first year can contribute significantly to a remarkable 74% surge in the Bitcoin price action. This anticipated increase is predicated on the assumption the liquidity and price impact of billions of dollars in investments will transform Bitcoin's value, which natural, you know what I mean? Flow of supply and demand, stock the flow, the perceived limitations of existing investment products further underscore the urgency of these spot Bitcoin ETFs. In fact, you recently had Congress point at Gary Gensler, you know what I mean? He was testifying under oath and they said, Gary, we want spot Bitcoin ETFs and ETPs 
approved immediately with that keyword fam being immediately. So yeah, Gary, all eyes on him right now. In addition to mitigating these existing challenges, the spot ETFs promise greater operational efficiency, according to Galaxy. That includes advantages in fee structures, liquidity, and price tracking. While specific fee details have yet to be disclosed by the Bitcoin ETF apps, historical data indicates that such products generally offer fees lower than hedge or closed funds. So there you have it, my crypto fam. What are your thoughts surrounding all of this? Let me know. Now let's break down our feature story of the day, discuss BlackRock and when that Bitcoin ETF is likely to be approved, according to the former director of BlackRock himself. Let's break this baby down, shall we? Here we go. First and foremost, I want to quote Crypto Rover on a few posts that have a lot of good insights. As shared here, the former director of BlackRock, again, the world's largest asset manager, said that the SEC will approve the spot Bitcoin ETFs within two to three months. You do the math. That means 60 to 90 days, fam. He also said there could be capital inflows of up to $200 billion. Again, personally, I feel that is extremely conservative, but hey, that would make a drastic impact, obviously, to the Bitcoin market as well as the market cap. And he also shared here, within 75 days, the first Bitcoin spot ETF will be launched. Facts. Here's why. In exactly 75 days, the final deadline for ARK Invest Bitcoin Spot ETF will arrive, that date being January 10th. The reality is the SEC cannot reject ARK's ETF and then approve the BlackRock Spot ETF. He makes a good point. And considering the Grayscale has already won the lawsuit against the SEC, it is likely that all the Spot ETFs will be approved before ARK Invest. Maybe a domino effect. Game theory. Let's freaking go. Therefore, we can anticipate the introduction of the first Bitcoin Spot ETF within the next 99 days. I personally feel it will happen sometime prior to the Bitcoin halving scheduled to take place in six months sometime in April of 2024 but let me know your thoughts chat. Now, here's where he shares. BlackRock will send Bitcoin to 250000 per coin. Here's why. The former manager at BlackRock predicts that the Bitcoin spot ETF will attract $300 billion within the first 12 months, which is substantial considering wanting to purchase $300 billion worth of Bitcoin, which is equivalent to, whoa, 10 million BTC. Let that sink in, especially considering there is a supply shock in the market. There is now currently roughly 1.6 million Bitcoin on the exchanges and over 80% or roughly that figure of the Bitcoin supply is in the hands of the long-term hodlers and has not moved in the past six months. So where are they going to find all of this Bitcoin? They're not going to be able to find it. It's going to cause a massive surge in the market. Bitcoin supply shock 2024, send it and let freaking go. Back to this. Can this volume of Bitcoin be purchased at the current market price? Certainly not. The available supply of the Bitcoin is limited, meaning acquiring such an amount will drastically drive up the price due to the high demand against the limited supply. Facts. This dynamic can easily easily propel Bitcoin's value between $150,000 and $250,000 per coin. Now you understand why Gary Gensler doesn't want that ETF. They don't want Bitcoin to outshine their crappy fiat currency called the US dollar. Now, as shared here, BlackRock, if you didn't know, owns 8.1% of MicroStrategy. Therefore, BlackRock is indirectly investing into Bitcoin, 100%. They actually own 8.1% of MicroStrategy, which is equivalent to 12,800 and 33 BTC. I also like to point out, if you didn't know, uh, BlackRock is also the primary shareholder of Standard Chartered Bank. And I heard a statistic that they own 
They have a piece of the pie of over 80% of the companies in the S&P 500. That's how powerful BlackRock is. They're, GD they're larger than the GDP of most nations of the world, maybe minus the United States, China, and India. So this is obviously a pretty freaking big deal. Now, yeah, shout out to Michael Saylor. And again, uh, Fink owns a piece of literally every major company in the S&P 500. That's how large their power is. Now let's quote um, Michael Saylor. I shared this video yesterday. And in the JV React section, session, I'll actually play the audio in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, it went viral. We got 898 hearts, 236 retweets, which is a lot uh, for my account. Now, here's what Michael Saylor shared. I want you to pay very, very close attention. And if you're getting value out of today's stream, let me know in that live chat. Smash the like, smash the sub. I appreciate it. Here's what Michael Saylor had to share. If we look at Bitcoin and model it as digital gold, you know the market cap goes to between 10 and $20 trillion. But remember, gold is the effective property. Gold is dead money. Let that sink in, Peter Schiff. Gold is dead money. Now, you have a billion dollars of gold, and that sits in a vault for a decade. It is very hard to mortgage the gold. It's also very hard to rent the gold. You can't loan the gold. No one's going to create a business with your gold. So gold doesn't generate much of a yield. So for that reason, most people wouldn't store a billion dollars for a decade in gold. Preach. They would buy a billion dollars of commercial real estate property. And that's the reason why, because I can rent it and generate a yield on it that's in excess to the maintenance costs. So if you consider digital property, that's a 100 to $200 trillion addressable market. So I think it goes from $10 trillion to $100 trillion as people start to think of it as digital property. What does that mean in terms of price per Bitcoin? Here, pay attention. At $500,000, that's a $10 trillion asset. And at $5 million per Bitcoin, that's a $100 trillion asset. And then Lex Friedman asked him, so you think it crosses a million? Can it go even higher? In which Michael Saylor responded, yeah, I think it keeps going up forever. I mean, there is no reason we couldn't go to $10 million per Bitcoin because digital property isn't the highest form. Right. Preach. Gold, was that low frequency money. Property is mid frequency money, but when I start to program it faster, it starts to look like digital energy, and then it doesn't just replace property, then you're starting to replace bonds. It's $100 trillion worth of bonds. There's 50 to 100 trillion in other currency derivatives, and these are all conventional use cases, right? So I think there are 350 trillion to 500 trillion dollars worth of currency derivatives in the world. And when I say that, I mean things that are valued based upon the fiat cash flows, any commercial real estate, any bonds, any sovereign debt, any currency itself, any derivatives to those things. They're all derivatives and they are all defective and they're all defective because of the persistent 7% to the 14% lapse in which we call inflation. And to watch this interview the Giga Chad Michael Saylor did, check the show notes below the video in the description. And what are your thoughts surrounding his $10 million Bitcoin price prediction along with a $100 trillion Bitcoin market cap. Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!